Coast Cousins. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Oh, it's time to get a finger on the pulse of the audience, what they think on the questions posed on social study today by Sarah, or by Jared Carlin. Sarah Cazell is mining through all those answers, and we'll do it right now as we do every day at 9 o'clock. Hi, Sarah. Hello. 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 Happy Friday, friends. Bonjour. Oh, is it Friday? It's Friday. You hadn't noticed? It is. All right, welcome into Social Studies, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this very fun segment. I have a blast doing it. I hope you guys do, too. Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals and their ongoing search for Cliff Kingsbury's replacement as he frolics on a beach somewhere in Thailand. We are looking for your predictions, everyone. With these four teams open, the Panthers filled their position yesterday with Frank Reich. With these four teams open, who will each team end up with as their next head coach? The Cardinals, the Colts, the Texans, the Broncos. Uh, The Cardinals, Brian Flores, the Texans, D'Amico Ryans, the... Who else? Uh, Broncos. Colts and Broncos. Broncos will be... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm going uh, Cardinals Flores with Bick. D'Amico Ryan's in Houston still does make a lot of sense. I'm rooting for it just because I want to see the reaction. Jeff Saturday in Indianapolis. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, he's going to be the guy. And uh, that petition. Brian Shaw. Ooh. Oh. Or David Shaw, excuse me. I was going to say, who's Brian, Brian Shaw? Shaw former basketball player. Yeah. Guard. David Shaw. David Shaw. Uh-huh. And a lot will be George made Bernard of George Bernard Shaw. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Cole Shaw. <laughs> what? Cole <laughs> I came, I saw, I conquered. <laughs> winner! Dan Bickley is our winner. That if that happens, too, the, con- the, the we, I've been reading a lot about this connection between David Shaw and Condoleezza Rice, who's a minority yeah. owner. Yeah, I think Schlereth was influence. Yeah. Stanford, that up. Yeah. Stanford connection. I think, he'd yeah. be a good, I think he'd be one of those college coaches who'd be good in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He always ran the, you know, the pro yeah. system at Stanford. He was very successful until he wasn't. Right. Last few years fell off. But uh, that Jeff Saturday petition that I believe we mentioned on the air yesterday. Not our head coach. Do not hire Jeff Saturday as head coach. It now has 3,379 signatures. Yesterday it was about 1,500. Yeah, the people are not not interested in Jeff Saturday as the Colts head coach, but in our guesses from our listeners on Twitter, epically underscore Murata, most people guessed that Jeff Saturday will be the Colts next head coach. For the Texans, most of the guesses were to Nico Ryans or Jonathan Gannon. For the Broncos, Sean Payton or David Shaw. And for the Cardinals, most of the guesses were Brian Flores. Wow. Uh, Jildo Shenanigans says it will be um, a bowl of chili tech, uh, for the Texans, a lit match for the Colts, <laughs> Sully Sullenberger for the Cardinals, and a Walmart greeter for the Broncos. <laughs> Hey, anybody who can who can land a commercial airliner in a harbor, sign me up. Yeah, yeah that works for me. Uh, Wilson Russell Wilson's chiropractor will be next head coach of the Broncos, according to Seabacher forty four. I mean, if the Broncos don't hire anyone else, you know that Russell Wilson will bring his own guy in. He's already done plenty of that. In That's Denver. true. 
That is true. All right, let's get well, to you. you think a guy named Sully would be more of a coaching choice in New England, right? <laughs> totally. Coach Sully! Sully! Tremendous. That's great. Oh, man. Let's get to the NBA with the trade deadline looming. The Phoenix Suns needing to do something. We are asking, what does the team most need to add to the roster of these four options? They need another scorer. They need a reliable backup point guard. They need a big physical defender, or they'll be just fine once Devin Booker returns. Um, the first three are all very, very good options, and they need all three. Yes. But of those, I'm taking another scorer. Maybe that's recency bias. No, I think that's the, that's the answer. Yeah. I think, that, again, if, you, if you're thinking about extrapolating to the playoffs, that's the number one thing to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Another scorer gets 45% of the vote right now, followed by big physical defender with 29% of the vote. 19% say the Suns most need a reliable backup point guard, and just 7% say you don't have to do anything. The Suns will be fine as soon as Devin Booker returns. Yeah, I was really rooting for campaign to get healthy during last night's game, too, when Chris Paul went to the bench because their backup point guard position was nada last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Remigio Cordero says, what the Suns team needs overall is DeAndre Ayton to have more urgency and awareness of what is going on. His talent alone will garner the stats we saw last night, but the awareness and drive is what will make him an elite game changer. The question is, will he ever get there? A lot of DA uh, comments in our mentions today. As well there should be after a game like last night. Absolutely. All right, getting on to our next question. At the start of the show, we were whining. We were complaining. Because, uh, Vince, you provided the update on the Uber Eats and or DoorDash driver who interrupted the Duquesne basketball game a couple nights ago. Of course it ended up being a stunt. You just provided the confirmation that that was the case this morning. So we were whining about how everything is a stunt and state of things these days. What bothers you the most about society in the year 2023? Oh. Are we bleeding over into Wolf and Luke's time today? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Larry Fitzgerald. We got to cancel you at 930. We don't have time. I will be very, very um, broad with my answer. Sure. It's the people. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Not again, all of you. It's it, to, to me. It's it's the corruption that has overtaken pretty much every institution in this country. Yeah, sums it up well. Uh, Tim Ring, word for word, wrote the people. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Great minds, uh, Tim. Yes. Great minds. Rachel H. says what bugs her most about society right now is that so many people still try to sell fake content as real life. Like doing it for the gram is now doing it for TikTok. Yeah, and just the lying. I, I mean, yes. ever, we've, we've become so. so tolerant of public figures flat out lying to people. It's mm-hmm. We need an ethical renaissance so bad in this country, it's not even funny. Lead it, Dan Bickley. Somebody better. All right. Everyone always wants to be the smartest person in the room, says Jay. Uh, Elon doesn't like how sloppy people dress these days. He says, look at photos from the 60s and 70s. The workplace today looks more like a weekend hangout. And of course, after reading his tweet, I looked down at my Fiesta Bowl quarter zip and sneakers. I feel a little bit targeted by this, too, as I wear my sweatpants. (laughs) I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's That's true. Jarrett always... 
comes fully dressed every day. <laughs> Thank Sometimes God for that. Full dress Thank means sandals, but yep. well. Um, let's see. Charlotte Schaff wrote a whole bunch of stuff. People who love to complain with no solutions to offer. Charlotte, that's what we're doing right now. That's true. <laughs> we got over 100 responses to this, by the way. So yeah. scroll through it. Here's a new one from Quentin Boyle. What m- bugs him most about society is people saying bless you after a sneeze. Let me sneeze and get back to what I was doing. Don't acknowledge my normal bodily function. <laughs> wow. I thought it was considered wow. polite to That's bless like, somebody. I thought so, too. Yes. Well, I That's like Andy Rooney, Larry David-esque right there to be bothered by yeah. something like that. Don't worry. I won't bless you ever again, Quentin. Why you always bless me after I sneeze? <laughs> Maybe you should stop sneezing, Quentin. What about that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right. Mock My World update. Undeserving Hall of Famers we drafted yesterday and... Vince and I are, we're, what is it, 2% separating us right now. I've got 34% of the vote. He's got 32% of the vote. We took different strategies. We did take different strategies. I am shocked that I am currently in the lead, but uh, you have two hours to keep voting, so keep voting. Can I I say that with like 200 votes in, Sarah had like 12%. Is that right? And it never goes like that. Usually about 200 is enough to see where (laughs) it's going to project. You have have tremendous momentum. Oh, I love you people listeners, like, I do. People liked your strategy. I, I appreciate that. So again, 34% for me, 32% for Vince. Uh, Jared, you've got 22% of the vote. Vic, you have 12% of the vote. And again, yeah. two hours left. People didn't like the, the uh, Rodman yeah, 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 yeah. I got some blowback on that. Yeah, well, well, whatever. Well, Dan wrote a book about Dennis Rodman. Thank if you. There's ever Who's a guy more, who knows more than him? Exactly. You're arguing with him? Did you not see him in that booth in that diner? <laughs> that empty diner. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. You. Thank you. Social studies. Get involved at Pickley yes. underscore Murata. We feel like it will enrich your lives. That's why we do it. Uh, coming up next, a little ahead of schedule because we are scheduled to be joined by Larry Fitzgerald at 930. So, brace yourself. 15 minutes early for the sports. Come on Uh-oh. with Jared Carlin what? next. Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, before we get to a very early edition of Jarrett Carlin's Sports Kebab, we're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, for our daily poll question. Hey, let's make predictions about who will be the Cardinals' next head coach. I don't think you've done that yet today or this week. So, four options to vote on, guys. Who do you predict will be the Cardinals' next head coach? Sean Payton, Brian Flores, Mans Joseph, or other? Flores. I'm voting B. B for Brian? Yep. All right. So do our voters. 43% say Brian Flores will be the Arizona Cardinals' next head coach. 31% go with Sean Payton. 15% say other. 11% say Vance Joseph. So there you have it. There you have it. You can cast your vote and make your opinion known on today's Sanderson Ford poll question on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 <laughs>
Are you joking? It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Oh, a little earlier than scheduled, as we said, but uh, still time for us to laugh and reflect on the week that was. We didn't want to deprive anybody of the no this goodness. Reaching a whole new audience today, Jared. Make it make it count. Yes. This nine fifteen crew. Well, let me tell you, this is the sports kebab. It is sports news skewered. I'm Jared Carlin. I am very excited about this week's edition. It's a very good one. A lot of news this week. And Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Not, not, not now. <laughs> not now. Sorry, I, I got a little hungry. It was McDonald's. Uber Eats. Yeah, the Uber, Uber Eats, Eats driver yes. interfered yes. with the comedy. Yes, the, the Uber Eats driver nearly missed his cue there as well. But... <laughs> But thank you. Anyway, that was a crazy story. But uh, I got food on my mind in general, guys, because I got some uh, intense negotiations just concluded. I have some exciting news. I have been named the new spokesperson for M&M's. Yep. They said I'm perfect for the candy because I'm very colorful. I'm a little round. And half the time, I'm also nuts. (laughs) They also said that because of the recent controversy they dealt with, I would be perfect to replace the cartoon M&M's since no one under any circumstances would ever find me sexy. (laughs) Did you see this story? Something about uh, people were mad because they changed the shoes on the M&M's and now they're getting rid of them or something. I mean, this is about chocolate and footwear. Chocolate and footwear. Business people call it ridiculous. Fans call it silly. Rex Ryan calls it the most important story in the news today. (laughs) Now, I wasn't the first choice to represent M&M's. No, they actually hired Rob Gronkowski to film a commercial. They did, yeah. Why not? Well, he uh, they had to get fired because he kept getting confused and complaining that all his candies had W's on them. <laughs> <laughs> then, this was out of box. Out of box. I give him, you know, out of the box thinking. I got to give him credit for this one. They tried to hire Jim Ursay to be this spokesman. They said it would be perfect. Since he's also usually filled with chocolate. Now, I think... I know, that's... He likes M&M's, the guy. That's what I heard. Apparently not always. No, no. Uh, Yeah, Colts owner and Jeff Daniels and Dumb and Dumber bathroom scene cosplayer. (laughs) Jim Ursay in the news. Now, reports say that Ursay wants to hire Jeff Saturday as the team's permanent head coach, despite the team struggling with him last season as an interim leader. Now, insiders say Ursay's desire has nothing to do with his relationship with Saturday or his friendship, but is instead because Saturday is already in the building and Ursay can't really leave right now to do interviews. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't get the choice of Jeff Saturday. I mean, he was a terrible head coach last year. Let me put it this way. Both Saturday and Ursay were on a hot seat for much of last season. Oh, <laughs> But Jim Ursay is the boss. He's the boss. I mean, he gets final say regardless of what experts think. And to be fair, Ursay is used to having to listen to his gut. (laughs) And some people say Ursay, he may leave Indianapolis. I don't know if you saw this story from yesterday. He might leave Indianapolis. Reports say he's been seen spending lots of time with the Bears. 
Uh, not Chicago. The Charmin. Oh, the Charmin Bears is what he... <laughs> I feel bad for Jim Irsay and the Colts. I mean, I've done two weeks of jokes about him now. I mean, some franchises, some franchises are abysmal, uh, but theirs is Pepto-abysmal. No. Pepto. <laughs> now, let's go, let's go to the world of entertainment because the Oscar nominations have been announced. Did you see that? Yes. yes. I didn't know. Yeah, so congrats to some of the films singled out for excellence, including some surprises. You never hear there's surprises. Surprises this year were the Best Picture nominees for Top Gun Maverick, for Avatar 2, and the video where Skip Bayless throws away his Cowboys jersey. <laughs> Big surprise there. I didn't even think that was realistic. That was upset. But speaking of the Oscars... Ooh, it is time for Jared Karnak, the magnificent Oscar edition. Okay, there's Academy Award edition. All right. All right. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everything everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Uh, how does Andy Reid attack a buffet? <laughs> okay. Another Oscar one here. Okay, Elvis. And Tom Brady. Elvis and Tom Brady. Uh, name two people who might spend their sad final days alone in Las Vegas. Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, last one here. Uh, a nominated movie with Colin Farrell and Vince Morata. A nominated movie with Colin Farrell and Vince Morata. this uh, who are the Banshees of Ed Sheeran and a big fan of Ed Sheeran? <laughs> and uh, finally, finally, we'll move to basketball because the Suns continue an up and down season. And they're starting to get healthy, but, uh, you know, they, they go on a losing streak, they go on a winning streak. But there was some exciting news this week as it was announced that Matt Ishbia, is it Matt Ishbia or Matt Ishbia? Either way. Ishbia. Matt Ishbia will officially be introduced as the team owner on February 8th. Now, Ishbia has a tall task taking over for Robert Sarver. And in my mind, he has three big things he needs to change, okay? Number one, the culture that Sarver screwed up. Number two, the frugality that Sarver was known for. And number three... The incorrect way that Sarver apparently taught Aiton to box out in the hallway years ago because that did not, something's not working there. Oh, my God. That's it. Oh, big finish. That was the big finish. That was, And finally, I said. Oh, okay. We, got, we have an important guest that hopefully we will be calling in shortly. We do. And I did figure out that uh, Vince Murata joke halfway through. Oh, you did? And let me just say, Jarrett, I'm in love with the shape of you. Oh, <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Jared Carlin Sports Kebab every Friday here on uh, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yes, we do have a big guest. We've got broadcaster, certain future football Hall of Famer, pickleball owner, basketball owner. Golf podcast regular. Golf podcast regular. The great Larry Fitzgerald joins us straight ahead. It's Pickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. A's 
Drive, our Arizona's professional pickleball team, uh, debuted last night at the Margaritaville Tournament in Mesa. Why are we telling you this? Because the AZ Drive has got uh, quite the diverse ownership group. Michael Phelps, Devin Booker, Dirks, Bentley, uh, Magnus Carlson, the uh, the chess champion, and our next guest, the one and only Larry Fitzgerald, who joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Larry, it's been a while. Welcome back to the show. It's... It is. What's going on, guys? How are you today? We're doing well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, just just looking forward to come up here and chop it up with you and talk a little shop. Nice. Yeah, the, uh, all right, so the debut in this tournament last night for AZ Drive, uh, how did it go? And, and, you know, how did this all start? How did you get involved in, in this ownership group? Well, a good friend of mine and, uh, you know, a great investor out of Dallas, my friend Tom Dundon, uh, owns uh, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes uh, NHL team. He's uh, been a big-time fan of the game for a long time, and I played with him for quite some time, and he was like, hey, 50, you about to start this new league. You know, I want you to be a part of it, and I was like, I'm down, brother, I'm down. So I, I really I really enjoyed the process, and, um, you know, it gives me, you know, another competitive outlet. You know, I can beat up on my kids all the time, man, and, and <laughs> I've seen footage, man. You take it seriously, Fitz. Here's the big question, because obviously people love pickleball because it's accessible. It's kind of easy to play. How do you think it's going to work as a spectator sport? You know what? I mean, I I was asking myself that same question and I came out this weekend like it's very competitive fast paced uh, high skill level and it's really interactive um, and so I was watching it here in person it was a really really exciting I, I can't tell you how many people came up to me it's like wow this is the first time I've ever watched it in person you know at the professional level and there is a, there, these players are really good and I definitely would like to do this again you know so like, that seemed like it was a resounding uh, message you know from people that I talked to throughout the course of the day I was on the, on the the premises yesterday and uh, this tournament's going on in mesa the the rest of this weekend where, where exactly is it going uh, going down so uh, if people want to go out and watch fits where can they do that it's at bell bank bell bank park and uh like legacy sports complex nice. and you know they have 42 courts out here and you know they have one stadium court where uh, a lot of the big matches are played and um it's it's a it's a wonderful facility and uh so many things to do great food hospitality um and merchandise that people want want to purchase it. Nice. All right. So much else we want to talk to you about. A lot of fans obviously want to get your opinion on some matters. Uh, The Cardinals head coaching vacancy. Uh, You were a strong endorser of Dan Quinn like a lot of people were. Apparently he's going back to the Cowboys. Um, What do you think about the vacancy? What, what, What kind of traits do you think might serve the Cardinals best in their search for a new head coach? I mean, like, you know, I, I played for Coach Frank Wright, you know, really, really like Coach Wright. Obviously, Dan Quinn has had success at a, at a very high level. Um, you know, so, I mean, I, those guys are both, um, you know, off off the board, as you would say. Like, to me, it's, like, it's really, it's, it's a no-brainer. I mean, if you, if you really want to build the foundation for success for, for a very long time, I mean, Sean Payton has done that um, for quite a while in, in New Orleans and, and years before then. He's a... He is a um, he's a franchise changing aspect, right? Um, and yeah, he's he's going to be expensive. You have to get compensation up to New Orleans Saints, but like if you're trying to change, um, you know, the conversation, you know, he's he's the guy that you know has the ability to do that. You know, look what he did for Drew Brees. You know, when he came to New Orleans, turned turned him into. I mean, Drew Brees turned himself into a Hall of Famer. 
but under the tutelage of, of Sean Payton, right? Um, in terms of him drafting, you know, great talented players, not only drafting them but developing them, right? You know, you hear a lot of people talk about Sean Payton, his ability to develop talent. You know, guys that you haven't heard of from smaller schools, being able to develop those, develop coaches. Um, you know, so he he checks a lot of boxes. You know, when, when you're talking about somebody who can change the fortunes of an organization. Larry Fitzgerald, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. Not too long ago, you were still part of this franchise when you played two years ago. This was an 8-8 eight and eight team, Larry, as you all know, that it had improved by three wins. They improved by three wins the next year to 11 in your first year away from the league. And here they are in a, in a circumstance where they got to change general manager and head coach. I mean, knowing what you know and what you went through in the first couple years of the Cliff Kingsbury era, how surprised are you that the Cardinals are in this spot? Um, you know, it's, I, I haven't been around the last two years. You know, I, I enjoyed you know playing for Cliff. You know, he's innovative. He's fun. Um, he's uh, charismatic. He brings a lot of energy every single day. And you know, I have nothing but positive things uh, that I remember from from my tenure with him. Um, you know, but it seems like there's been some differences over the last two years. What those differences are, you know, I can't speak to because I, I wasn't in the building. All right, so uh, now you've been away from the game a couple years. Uh, Obviously, some people have a hard time getting away from the game, like Tom Brady. How do you feel being away a couple years? Do you feel like you kind of stuck your landing on when to walk away? How's it been these couple years away from the NFL? It's been great. You know, I, I'm doing exactly the things that I that I wanted to do. I just, just, you know, I think, you know, it's difficult for athletes as they make the transition. Most of the times, you know, you get retired, right? You don't have the ability to say, um, you know, it's time to walk away. And like everything that I have been setting up for the last 15 years, you know, um, you know, just work. It's worked just the way I had anticipated. You know, going back and getting my degree, doing doing the business courses, the internships that I do during the off season, it's all worked out. You know, exactly the way I wanted to. And so, like I would, I'm probably I'm probably busier now than I than I ever was. And it, it keeps me keeps me intellectually stimulated. Um, it, it keeps me on top of my game. And and I really like uh, you know where I'm at. All right. Are there any plans to honor you? Are you are you amenable to any of those plans? Ring of Honor, anything like that in the immediate? future fits I, I i don't need i don't need any of that stuff man i'm i'm, I'm very happy and, and content like you know I, I live my dream you know something that i always you know aspired to do play in the national football league play at a high level win a championship you know maybe make it to the hall of fame those are things that i you know aspired to do obviously i fell short uh, of the championship but you know i i I had a wonderful time. You know, the, the Bidwell family, the state of Arizona has treated me a hell of a lot better than I, than I ever deserved, you know, better than I could, would have ever imagined it could have been. And so I'm, I'm extremely fulfilled in terms of the way, um, you know, the last 20 years have gone and I'm here in the state of Arizona and playing for the Cardinals. Well, I mean, you say you don't need it, and that's very commendable, and it, it, it's very, you know, it's very Larry Fitzgerald, but you know those things are coming. How, how prepared are you for that? Yeah, you know, Michael um, and, and I, you know, to have a conversation, and he tells me that's something that he he would like to do. Or like, I, I mean, I, I love I love Michael, Nicole, Tim, Bill, like the family. Like, you know, I feel like you know they are they are family, and you know if that's something that they would like to do, I would I would I would be honored. And um, you know, I just. You know, it's not something I give a lot of thought to. You know, it's a very like self-serving thing to think about, right? For you to have your yeah, name true. put up in the building, <laughs> right? Um, 
Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Now, you, you're also been a, a minority owner of the Suns, and I, I always thought that was great to get you involved in, in sort of to bring you our expertise. Because, you know, you're the first Suns owner that I've ever talked to. And I always thought that was great to get you involved in, in sort of to bring your expertise to the previous owner. Have you met Matt Ishbia? Are you going to be part of this thing going forward? What do you think of the state of the Phoenix Suns? Uh, you know, I think we need to get healthy. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's first and foremost. Last night was tough. Um, you know, when I saw Luca go out in the first quarter, um, I, I, I assumed that we we were going to coast to a nice victory, but, um, you know, that's not that's not how it works out all the time. Um, and so, you know, we, we unfortunately fell short. We had put four wins together, and we're tracking in the right direction, you know, getting Cam back and getting um, DeAndre back and getting CP back has been a huge help. And when we get booked back, you know, we're going to be we're going to be cooking with grease. <laughs> uh, Larry Fitzgerald, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. Another hat you've uh, started wearing recently is the broadcasting hat, part of the, the Monday night crew on ESPN. Uh, how much have you enjoyed that experience so far? Uh, it's been great. It's been great. Um, it's, it's been an opportunity for me to 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 see the game from a different perspective um and it's been, it's been an opportunity for me to see the game from a different perspective and you know really be able to to learn and, and watch you know being around some of the greats you know steve young's been you know doing his work there for for many many years to be able to pick his mind and understand the things that he sees and how he's able to articulate the points and be able to utilize the analytics and data that is provided to you by the research team to, you know, validate and strengthen your points of view has been really unique and, um, and great. And so, you know, it's something that uh, you know, I think I'll have the opportunity to do more of. And, um, you know, I've, I've been in conversations with ESPN to, you know, do more of that you know, in the years to come. Nice. All right, finally, now you're going to be playing in the WM Phoenix Open Pro-Am like you normally do. I think you've won Pebble two out of the last, what, four years, is it, Fitz? I'm not, I can't remember. I know you've had a good record there. Um, how's your golf Pebble, game looking? I'll... What can you tell us about Tiger and the Masters? Is he going to play? Give us some Give us some golf stuff, Fitz. <laughs> yeah, um, so, I mean, I, I my game right now. Um, you know, I, I haven't been hitting it great, but I have a foot. You know, I usually can pull it together um, when, when I need <laughs> And they're playing at, uh, at WM. It's a tournament. Brings out a lot of people, a ton of money for, for local charities, which is the thing that I'm most most proud and excited about. But I, it's, it's one of those events on Wednesday that I always look forward to. I play with John Morris, who's the COO um, of, of, of WM, and playing with him for a very long time. So I really look forward to the group of guys that he puts together and you know spending a quality day out there. What's what's 16 like for you? As a guy that's been in front of it, that's been in Coliseum settings, does that kind of get to you a little bit? Does it get your knees a little bit wobbly? <laughs> me do something that I'm not professional at. Um, so I was I, I was a little nerve-wracking. It was a little nerve-wracking, but, you know, once I did it a couple of times, and as long as you hit the green, you know, you don't have any issues. You know? So that's the key. It's only a 135-yard shot. It's not like it's a, a long shot. So just get up there and smooth it out and, you know, get to 
Very close. Yeah, Larry. Thanks so much thanks, for joining Fitz. us. Uh, we appreciate it. Want to tell people again about AZ Drive, uh, the uh, pickleball major league B- pickleball tournament going on at Bell Bank Park in Mesa this weekend. Go check it out and congratulations on getting that off the ground. Hopefully, we can chat again real soon, Fitz. No, I would enjoy that. Thank you guys for taking the time and allowing me to come on with you all. Thank you, Larry Thank Fitzgerald, you, the one and only Larry Legend, joining us here on uh, the Indeed. Arizona Sports Line. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He makes he, me feel like I'm not doing much. He's with not my just life. living his best life. He's living the best life. How about that? It's <laughs> a good way how to about put it. Th- how about that? Thanks again to uh, Larry for joining us. We got some final thoughts heading into Championship Weekend straight ahead here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, song of the day. I uh, will admit, I had never heard this song before 30 seconds ago. All right. This is the unmistakable sounds of pink. I do like pink. Great artist, I think. Yeah. Great color. Yeah. Also a great color. Uh, this song is called Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. I get it. uh, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, a label he can make go away forever. He probably already has done enough to make that label go away forever as the last player in the draft. What a story. Oh, I don't. On the the verge of storybook stuff. I disagree. I think that label is going to stick with him as a badge of honor. Really? I think it's going to kind of be a good thing. It's part of his story. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Kids are not all right. Pink, irrelevant today. We'll get more into uh, Brock Purdy and Championship Weekend, but that is today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Yeah, championship weekend is here. The Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game for the second straight year. They uh, are one of only three, the only AFC franchise, but one of only three franchises to play in three or more conference championship games and never lose one. The Giants are 5-0 in the NFC Championship. The Seahawks are 3-0 in the NFC Championship. The Bengals have a chance to go to 4-0. That is the second game on Sunday. Uh, Chiefs and Bengals. And I know earlier in the week... I was leaning towards Cincinnati. Then there's been this shift in the in the point spread to favor Kansas City again as we monitor the Patrick Mahomes situation. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters to me, Bick. I'm glad Patrick Mahomes appears to be in better health than we thought going in. I think Cincinnati is is a team to be reckoned with. I think they're going to do it again. I, uh, I had a friend of mine ask me after the program late last Friday afternoon my picks for the weekend's game, and I nailed every last one of them. Them. Really? Right down. Right down. I, I predicted the Eagles were going to blow out the Giants. I told them the Bengals were going to win the game. I, I, but, but, again, here's what I'm here to say, why I'm saying this. If it were me actually using that information,
situation to wager. It's easy to pick games when you don't have your own money on the line. Yeah, Real easy. It is. When you got nothing on it. So if I had to actually put money behind my picks, who knows where I would end up with the picks? Because there's a there's a bridge you have to go over when yeah, it's your own money. I had a different experience last week. Sunday I got a text from a friend that says, who do you like in today's games? And I said, I like Buffalo and Dallas. Uh, later on after the, uh, the, the <laughs> Dallas-San Francisco uh-huh. game was over, I got pictures of his winning tickets in Vegas because he bet opposite of the opposite. That's said, hey, fabulous. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Dang. That's fabulous. Yeah. So I, this weekend, I'm going to stick with it. I'm not betting against Joe Burrow. I think Cincinnati's going to win. And I think... I think... I know. I, I can't bring myself to say it. I say it. I, look, I want the 49ers to win. I've got friends who are Philadelphians. With all due respect to all the Eagles fans out there, I want the 49ers to win. I just don't know if they can handle what's coming at them. Hmm. There's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of smoke coming at the 49ers this week. Yes, there is. Pass rush like Son they Reddick. haven't seen Son before. Yeah. Um, the Eagles just get after it. I'm, I'm sticking with Cincinnati, and I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be Brock Tur- Purdy's. First taste of uh, defeat this weekend. I think the Eagles will uh, will defend their home field. They almost called him Brock Turdy. Do you think the Cardinals will have a head have coach? Have you ever been accused of having a one-track mind, Jared? No. <laughs> yeah. A G-track mind, All maybe. All you do is listen to the sports kebab, and you'd kind of figure out he's got a one-track mind. Look. The Jim Mersey news comes along once we in a generation. No, Jim Mersey spent that hour in the bathroom actually on the toilet. He might have been passed out, Jared. That's that's the assumption that you're making here that he was definitely in the midst of a world class poop fest. And we've all we been there that. where that he might have been playing Candy Crush. Sometimes that, TikTok. It happens to all of us. He might have taken leads, a shower. Sometimes that leads you to passing out a world class poop fest. Does it? Anyway. Gosh, okay. You know who I'm Jared, sick of, by the Jared. way? Who? Besides Jared. They brought it up. I'm sick of the sports city of Boston. Oh! Did you see this? Uh, the Celtics and Bruins both lost last night. And they're both uh, at the top of their respective leagues. Yeah. The Bruins are doing historic things. Yep. Like they're threatening all-time win records. A sports center tweeted this out last night. The Celtics and Bruins uh, lose on the first, uh, first night... For the first time since January 6th of 2022. They had played 36 times on the same day between last January and last night. And that was the first time they both lost. I just went back to in Phoenix between the Suns and the Coyotes since December 5th. And they haven't even played on the same night that often. The Suns and Coyotes have both lost four times just since December 5th. Boston. Philadelphia, yeah, all these successful sports cities. Yeah, New York makes me sick. No. To How, my about How about it? How about it? Good week, crew. Yeah, very good week. Uh, it, it was, uh, and we'll have a good week starting on Monday too. Thanks to uh, Kellen Olson and Larry Fitzgerald for joining us. We will be back on Monday morning with full recap of Championship Week, and who knows, maybe a new Cardinal head coach. We shall see. Wolf and Luke are up next on this Friday, as we do. We leave you with this. What about the worst piece of advice that you've ever been given? I would say probably about 2015, somebody here at this radio station said, I think Jared's the guy to produce your show. Oh, wait a second. Skip Bayless is going to burn his Dak Prescott jersey. Is that just the dumbest thing you've ever heard? Did you see that video? I say, Skip, go ahead and do it. Just make sure you're wearing it. Ah! (laughs) Jeez.
Not just the jerseys. Skip, come on. Throw the torso in the fire. All of it. Come on. What are you waiting on? Prove how you know, hurt you are. With all that hairspray, you know he's highly flammable. <laughs> what do you got, you bethoon? What do you got, ferret? You bethoon? A Heath Bar Blizzard and a Brazier Burger. Or brazier? Whatever. No, it's Brazier. A <laughs> Brazier Burger. Brazier Burger? Uh, yeah, I like okay, those. Are Jared, different kinds of I like what I like. Boy, thanks for that, Jared. A Brazier Burger? Okay. We have a new menu item. I think Jared's going to be excited about, but we're going to debut the Brazier Burger. <laughs> Are you kidding me, baby? We're playing for Super Bowl rings, baby. Not just a Super Bowl. What? What? What, 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 what? Today, Whoa. boys and girls, we're going to talk about the difference between near and the far. You're not a real fan. Yeah. You're a non-believer, you heretic. Tom, I thought we were friends. <laughs> Damn. What's with the salty language? Tom, this podcast does not work. Blue. Howard. Balzer. Well, we're waiting. Let's go while we're young. It is not Kuiper, it's Cop. Choo choo. Chop chop. Machu Eberflus. Machu Eberflus. I don't know. I've got a lot of 20 million dollars. I'm all about the Benjamins, baby. I have really got it. Hello from the other side. I do feel it. Rolling, rolling. Hey, keep them doggies rolling. Ooh, 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 ooh. Wah, 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 wah. God. Hey, it's me again. We're about to get hairy up in here. I like the cut of their jib. Hey, everyone. Let's get gassy. Succulent. Sign spitting. ML Gus. Banana emoji. That guy's cheeks. You're making us play tennis at 3 o'clock in the morning, and you won't let me go tinkle? <laughs> Paula Bovin, you're out. A slight grover. You look poor. I'm not coming there. For shizzle, my Kessel. You're so money, and you don't even know it. What the hell are you talking about, Murata? <laughs> That's going in the montage. That's going in the montage. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I love it so much.